just with regards to the order that you were seeking, I'd imagine that that is immediate. The, the order was made this morning at about 11 o'clock, and therefore since then the money need to be held in, ac- in account until the 6th and 7th of December, uh, when, when it will be heard exactly what needs to happen next, etc. What made you think that uh, the funds were in imminent danger? Um, if, you, if you just think back, in July, we, we wrote to the Registrar of Banks saying that we are very worried about the relationship between Bank of Baroda and the Guptas because the Guptas have properties to the value of $200 million, but the bonds associated with those properties were very close to a billion, uh, which meant that it was bonded four or five times the amount that it ought to be. Um, when, as, as that news broke, um, the Bank of Baroda then wrote to the Gupta saying they want to close the account because they were uncomfortable with the way the Guptas were doing their business. What is critical then is, is that the, the Guptas then applied for an urgent interdict loss, and the hearing was last Friday, talking about the merits of the case, and they lost that particular case. In the documents, and there's the interesting points now, in the documents submitted by the Guptas, they, in fact, talk about rehabilitation that already taken place, on the one hand, and then in, in responding uh, papers, the bank spoke about a loan that was made with using um, these uh, trusts as collateral. Now, on the one hand, you could potentially actually start rehabilitation as the mine goes on, but you need approval for that. But what worries us is the fact that some of the money has already been used as collateral, and that scared us unbelievably. And we immediately, when we saw the papers, when they lost the case on Friday, we immediately lodged uh, an urgent interdict to say all the money that whatever is there. Now, remember, we, we don't have access to the exact amount. It could be $1.2 billion, It could be $2, two, $2 billion. We don't know. But all we know is that all we ask for is that any money in the trust, as it is today, must be held safe and cannot be touched by anybody until the hearing in December. So from what you're saying, are you saying that there are valid fears that some money could have been extracted from the accounts? Absolutely. Um, That is our major fear. Um, And we don't know what has happened to the money. But right now, whatever money is in the account must be safeguarded until further notice. Mm. What happened to your recent appeal to the Minister of Mineral Resources? Did you get any kind of response, including from the South African Reserve (laughs) Bank? No, we haven't received any, any formal response from the minister. But in, it was interesting that the minister did not oppose. I mean, in the letters, in the letter we received, in, and he was a co-respondent. Um, all that happened was that he did not disagree, and all he asked that he will abide with the decision of the court. And the Reserve Bank, because he had also written to the South African Reserve Bank. Uh, no, no, we did not write to the Reserve Bank in this context. We wrote to them about the worry that we have uh, when it comes to. Um, the fact that, and the, the net result of that writing to the Reserve Bank meant that the, the Bank of Baroda actually gave notice to the computer that they're going to close the accounts. And this is what triggered this whole uh, series of events that we stand with today. Okay. So just finally, what kind of process are you expecting to unfold? You say all monies that um, are in the fund at the moment should remain as is and should not be touched. But how are you going to uh, ensure you find out how much money is there and how it will be managed further going forward? Okay, on the 6th and 7th of December, we ought to have access at, at that hearing. We ought to be told what money is in there. And if it is significantly less than 1.7, 2 billion rand, 
there, there will be some explanation. There will some explanation will be required to say what happened to that differential. That's the first thing. If it is in the order of where we, we think it ought to be, then we can move on. But what we're hoping for is that we have real independent trustees being appointed responsible for this, because what happened in the process now, as we wrote and wanted more information, the trustees did not respond, but the CEO of Oakbay uh, actually responded, um, Ronica, talking on their behalf, which is illegal, because the trustees should be totally independent of the company. Um, they shouldn't, she should not even be involved in this process, but she is intimately involved, and she actually responds on their behalf. So what we're hoping for is that independent, responsible trustees will be appointed, number one. Number two, the minister and the department will play the oversight role that, they, that the country expects them to play. And thirdly, to ensure that the money is safeguarded, even with a sale. Remember, this mines, these mines are now for sale, and there's a process ongoing there. That money will be held in, in escrow for the future and to make sure that it's, it's utilized the way it should be, and that is the rehabilitation of the mines. Thank you so much for speaking to us. Uh, that there is um, Alta, that is the organization undoing tax abuses, uh, Chief Operating Officer Ben Thoron.